Blog Talk Radio. In a world where everyone is a social media guru, there is one lodestone, one brightest point in the sky, one true north. Uh, we have no idea where that is, but we've been here every Tuesday since August 2008, bringing you the absolute best and brightest guests from the world of social media and internet marketing. Welcome to Social Media Edge Radio. And now it's time to get this show on the commode. Here's your host, Ken Cook, and co-host Mike Mueller. And boy, Mike Mueller, we better jump right into it today because we've got a lot of things to go on and we've got a very short time to say them. You understand what I mean? Oh! Um, Good morning, Michael. <laughs> Good morning! So what did your mom used to yell when you were in trouble? Did she call you Mike or Michael or... Did she go with the uh, whole have to name? Be the Michael Joseph. You've got to include the the middle name, the full name, uh, and the middle name. Very true. Uh, yeah, I don't know why moms do that. But uh, welcome to Social Media Edge Radio, where we'll talk about just about anything. And sometimes it has a lot to do with social media and online marketing. We kind of focus on social media, things like Facebook, TwinkedIn. TwinkedIn. I just created a. <laughs> Uh, and quitter. Right. Yes, and quitter. <laughs> no, quitter with a G. Uh, whichever. <laughs> oh, Mike. Uh, yes, we do. That's what we talk about. We've been uh, doing this show for nine years. This is, in fact, I think episode 17 of our ninth year. There were some skipped episodes in there, but uh, tell the folks good morning, Mike Mueller. Hey, good morning. <laughs> We got to get back. Your... We, we got to get. Let's get on topic mm-hmm. because we got a lot to cover. It's a short time to do it. In. Let's do. In fact, let's start off with our new segment that we do every week, where we talk about a tool, a specific tool of the week. And it's kind of funny the one you picked mm-hmm. out. I almost did uh, the command line version, but uh, let's talk about yours. Oh, good. Okay, so I am, and 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 people who and. Part of what our show is, is is you being able to do it yourself kind of thing. And when you get a domain name and you get a host and that kind of thing and you're building your site and you're doing it yourself, or you're even having somebody else do it, which is in my case, that's exactly what's happening right now is I have a client who I'm building their website, but they're owning the hosting account and they own their domain name and all of that, which is perfectly fine. I'm having them set up an A record, which is going to point over to the server. And we're not going to mess with their, we're not doing a domain name change. We're just doing a DNS. We're doing a, just an A record. And so in doing that, they want to do this. And when you do that yourself, which is fine, and it doesn't matter where you registered, GoDaddy or what have you, um, it takes a while for all the servers to propagate. That's what they always tell you. It's going to take 24 to 48 hours for all the servers to propagate. And you go, ugh. And you got to wait, and you got to wait, and you got to wait. Well, my tool is simply called dnschecker.org. And, of course, it comes up secure and all that kind of stuff. But you put in your domain name, and then you can check the A record. You can check the C name. You can check your mail server. You can check your name servers. You can check all these different things that you might have changed because all of them have to propagate to all the servers. And it will give you a little um, X a red X, or it'll give you a little green thing for each one. It checks each one of them. Very cool thing. 
That is very cool. And uh, the one that I was actually going to thinking about putting in uh, is called NS Lookup, which is not my tool of the day. But if you open up, if you're using Windows or, or Mac or Linux or whatever, you open up a terminal window uh, on Windows. You do that by typing CMD down there in the lower corner. And you just type NS Lookup. And then the name of the uh, site that you're looking at, it'll give you some information about that. But you can also change the query type. So you can do the MX records, you can do the A names, you can do the uh, A records, you can do the C names, um, whatever you want to do. Uh, it's, it's, that one's fun to know, and you can astonish your friends if you know it. Great tool to have it online. Like a hacker. Sure that, just like a hacker. You can be in the movies. <laughs> uh, yeah, good tool, dnschecker.org. I'll have to remember that because uh, that's a lot easier to tell clients how to use than NS Lookup. Uh, mine has kind of something to do with what we're going to talk about today, or I wouldn't have brought it up. And it's actually, I give away the topic of the show here when, when I say this, but it's actually a title generator that creates what we call link bait. Uh, I played with that a little bit this morning, Mike Mueller, and I put in uh, Smedge. And it said, okay. uh, it gave me things, uh, results like 10 reasons Smedge will help you live to 100. Uh, eight things that Smedge and some actress have in common. Uh, Lady Gaga. Eight things Lady Gaga and Smedge have in common. Um, <laughs> you've seen those things out there. The link bait. Not yeah. click bait, but, but link bait. Yeah, now you've got a handy tool over there at contentrow.com forward slash tools forward slash slash link bait title generator dot html with a hyphen in between link bait title generator. Uh, of course, if you were in the chat room, you could get the link over in the chat room. And the only reason I put that on is because of today's um, topic. So are you over there playing with it right now, Mike? Are you doing um, – uh, You know what? I just did. <laughs> I put in Ken Cook, and I've got just a just a pile of 12 reasons Ken Cook is or are at – the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> what the government doesn't want you to know about Ken Cook. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Go over there and play with it. That one's mostly just for fun, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, yeah. And if you can't find that one, just Google uh, l- link bait uh, generator. Uh, we got another new segment that we do, and it kind of goes like this. And I guess you can't guess what's coming up, right? Well, now you did. And now you know the rest of the story, right? Uh, Google. Google's just like all over the news. Mike Mueller, do you have a Google phone? Do you own a Google phone? I do. How do you like that Well, I have an Android. I love my Android phone. Uh, Well, hang on to it. It may may become a relic one day. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it looks like we've got something else on the way that's going to uh, maybe, maybe uh, push Android a little bit to the side. What do you think about that? Well, Google has had phones in the past, and Uh Google has their system, their Android system. And, Mm -hmm. okay, so what's new? What's so different about that? They also have the Chrome OS, so your Chromebook yeah. runs on Chrome OS. Um, well, this new phone, is it's not Android. It's not Chrome. It doesn't run on Mac OS. It doesn't run on Windows. In fact, 
This is a rare one. It doesn't even run on the Linux kernel. Kernel Linux is leaving the room. Okay. Uh You ready for this? It's built on their own kernel. The phone operating system is called Fuchsia. 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 Yes, Fuchsia. Yep. That doesn't make sense. Well, it doesn't matter because it's Google. And the kernel that they're building it on is called, wait for it, get really close to the speakers now because I'm going to whisper this to you. It's called Magenta. What? Mm -hmm. Yep, Magenta. Okay. The word is Magenta. Can I I just, I got got to throw out there. So I love when Google came out with, you know, as far as that goes, their version of Androids and their software behind it. They gave them cute little names as well, but they were all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going back to Kit Kat, Lollipop. Mm-hmm. Um, there was Honeycomb. There was Froyo. Mm-hmm. And they were yep. all alphabetical, by the way. That's right. But that's a and different department, they were all Mike. Sweet, sweet. They were. Uh, well, uh, I'm, I'm, no, no. Uh, yeah, it's a different department. I, I, want Sorry. The, I like the cute no. little names. I want cupcakes. Sorry, yeah, you gotta, you're going to have to talk to the different department because this is the OS development department. But you're in luck because okay. mm-hmm, there is a front-end UI system, and it appears they're going to follow the alphabet as well. So if the kernel's name is Magenta and the operating mm. system's name is Fuchsia, if the yeah. user interface system begins with the letter A, what do you think the name of the user interface system is going to be? Uh, I'm trying to think of a color that starts no, with A. No, you're wrong. I have no it's idea. Armad- armadillo. Mm-hmm. What? That's right. Yep, that's right. So check it out. Get your new Fuchsia running on, uh, running on Magenta and uh, play with your armadillo. Uh, Google search. Have you seen this one, Mike? If you go I over to the, the show Google, notes. It's, that's fine. If you go over to the yeah. Google uh, search engine on your mobile device and you type in something, and one of the videos is one of the top responses, it just very well may highlight the clip out of that video that contains the exact information you're looking for. As a content creator, I'm not really stoked about it, but as a searcher, I think that's pretty cool. Where do you stand there, Mr. Mueller? I think that I think it's absolutely wonderful because Google's whole point is to one mobile first, but two mm-hmm. send you over to relevant content. And if you yep. have to shuffle through twenty minutes of video to get to the two minutes that you really need, I think that's great. I do too. Uh, speaking of exploits and Google, uh, I don't know if you saw the Gmail exploit last week where somebody set up a fake uh, doc that would ask for the OAuth connection to your system and email all your friends a copy of the same thing and email all their friends a copy yep. of the same thing and email all their friends a copy of the same thing. Well, Google <laughs> found it very quickly and took care of it. Um, but it brought up the opportunity here to talk about doing a safety check on Google. You just go to myaccount.google.com forward slash secure account question mark PLI equals one. And, of course, if you were in the chat room, you would have that link. Uh, Otherwise, you can just Google account security check. Uh, Let's move on very quickly to the topic because we're running out of time really fast today. 
Uh, link bait, not clickbait. Clickbait is where people yeah. go out and they scrape the news and they put a bunch of junk on a website and put these fun, fancy photos, but they use link bait in it. Mike, tell the folks what link bait is. What does that mean? Well, link bait is uh, really, I mean, well, and we see it a whole lot like on Facebook as far as that goes. That's, that's where I get it more than anything else. And link bait just it sucks my time. It sucks people's mm-hmm. time. And mm-hmm. essentially what it's doing is it's just getting them over to their site. And if you notice on their site, there's probably a whole lot of advertising and things like that. And they want you to – one of my biggest – that I just drives me bananas is I go and there's 21 things. Ken Cook is the exact same as Lady Gaga. And I go over there, and it's 21 pictures, and I have to go next Next, mm-hmm. next, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. time on site, pages viewed, all that stuff. But link bait doesn't always have to be bad. Link bait can be used for the good of the world. For the good. And one reason it works is because people are emotionally driven, and they cannot have the different personality types respond to different things. And some people, if you say, do not click this link, what are they going to do? Click it. <laughs> yeah. Or what if you see one that says you'll never guess where they where they found the head? Uh, you know, never found the head. I gotta see that. Um, uh, so exactly. let's do a very quick round of uh, man. This is a short show. Have uh, let's do a very quick round of um, uh, rapid fire, and find out a couple of things here. So we're going to start with you, Mike. Have you ever used the link bait model? I've tried. Uh, well, I, I, I've a little bit attempted to, and uh, it didn't draw a whole lot more attention to my posts. Yep, same thing here. Uh, do you have a link preview plugin installed on your browser? Link preview plugin installed in my browser? No. I have. I do not have one right now. You hover over the link, and it shows you a preview. preview. Do you regularly use voice-to-text to send messages or perform tasks? No, actually, uh, as far as uh, text goes, I use my desktop to text. Uh, I use it. I use it a lot. Uh, If you could only keep one social media account, which one would it be? I'm going to say it would have to be my Facebook profile. Yep, same here. Got to stay in touch with those friends that don't go anywhere else. Uh, Hey, that was pretty good. Mike, it's time to say bye already. Wow. Can we explain why? Because Ken clicked the wrong button. (laughs) (laughs) Technical Trouble Tuesday. Bye, Mike. Oh, well. Welcome back.